0: Wow, another episode ready to roll here in the cabin. Oh, this week, Dr. Looper gives us some encouraging facts about COVID. Also, we're going to make fun of Kamala Harris because we have to. Fun facts about radio because it was National Radio Day. My good buddy, Craig Campo, tells the most exciting Bigfoot story ever. I've got some stand-up. Muriel will check in with Chores for Husbands It's all coming up this week on the podcast. Live from Crapper Creek, Alaska, the podcast. Well, being a professional radio announcer for many decades, you're probably wondering why I'm wearing this silly hat and no pants. Well, that's because today is National Radio Day. Yep, it's a thing where we celebrate entertainment and low pay. It's what we do. And alcoholism. It's kind of our jam, if it, uh, as it were. So if you're wondering, I thought I'd throw down a little knowledge, education, once again, some top radio facts. You may not have known about this fascinating industry I'm in. For instance, it's a key advantage that it's local, live local radio, nothing beats it. Kind of like your favorite hooker. Did you know you can hear strong radio signals through metal utensils like pots, pans, and my scrotum piercing? TMI there, but you get the jet. And you know how we get all excited when we play a new Justin Bieber song? It's all an act. We don't care. Thank God I'm in rock radio and I don't have to play Justin Bieber. Did you know over 247 million people listen to the radio every single week? six of them might laugh at my jokes. And listeners to our AM talk station, they get like 30 radio stations just with their tinfoil hats. Now ventriloquist acts were real popular on the radio in the 1930s. And not popular ever, ever again since then. I'm not sure how they did ventriloquism on the radio, but I'm sure it was fascinating. Uh, the first time Japan heard the Emperor's voice on the radio was when he announced surrender in World War II immediately followed by him making hilarious prank phone calls. It was awesome. Of course, radio broadcasters, we are the pioneers of not wearing pants at work. This whole Zoom meeting thing, we were doing this long before any of you. Robert Plant once donated $10,000 to a radio station to never play Stairway to Heaven again. Hint to Nickelback. Nickelback. Did you know the first broadcast may have occurred in 1906, back when Joe Biden was, like, first getting into politics? Rumor has it. Now, France banned mentions of Twitter or Facebook on radio because it's easier to stand up to social media platforms than, I guess, Nazis. And a final fun fact about local radio. Your kids probably have no friggin' idea what it is. (laughs) <laughs> from the cabin of Cramper Creek, Alaska, just outside the lovely little city of Fairbanks, Glenn are with you uh, broadcasting, uh, of course, as I do every week. And I'm so glad you've joined us wherever in the world you may be. And it's interesting that, yes, once again, uh, it's rare that we, planet Earth, get to discuss the same thing all at once, unless it's the Olympics, <laughs> you know. But uh, obviously, 2020 has been far from the Olympics. In fact, if I remember, they were canceled. but. Things are starting to come around. Sports are coming back here in Alaska. They've been coming back. We've had a little league all year. And you know what? Nothing's exploded. We've had races. We've had people ultimate. We've had concerts. We've had bars open and nothing's exploded. What's going on? How can this be? Is it going away? No, but we're finding out more. And that's why we bring in this man with us. Uh, he hosts a, a weekly show on our sister station, KFAR health talk every Saturday. And of course, uh, the man behind White Spruce Medical, formerly the Alaska Center for Natural Medicine. It's the one and only Dr. Scott Luper with us. Uh, Doc, uh, thanks for joining us once again.
1: Glenn, it's a pleasure as always.
0: All right. Now, you were just telling me, we're finding out more about this. Our numbers, uh, uh, although they keep going up all over the world, everybody's freaking out. uh, But yet, I still see groups of people that are suddenly less freaked out than they were. Some of us are just tired of it. Some of us, uh, you know, I always said there's three camps. The A camp, everything shut down, damn the economy, wear your mask, don't go anywhere, just stay home. Then you have the B camp. We got to keep the economy moving. We got to continue to live our life, but do it safely as we can. And then you have the C camp, which is I'm going to live my life, <laughs> right? This is all, it's a hoax. It's a, you know, so you have the uh, deniers in one end and the heavy ends. I, I consider myself a B guy right now.
1: Yeah, Glenn, and you're, you're right to be in that B position because it turns out the B position correlates best to reality. Okay. It's always nice to be able to check reality and make sure we're, we're appropriate. Are we overreacting? Are we underreacting? And the fact is, is this COVID is it coming into focus. We understand it now better than we've ever understood it before. And it's interesting. It wasn't what we thought at first. When we first the numbers started coming out of China. We thought the the um, the severe illness rate was going to be running around 10 percent. And maybe, you know, 5, 6 percent of people are going to die. That's literally what they were telling us. And, glenner that is just not true. That is not what's happened. As the numbers have panned out, it turns out that the death rate is running around half a percent, less than half a percent. So it's much, 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 much less deadly. Now that doesn't make any difference if you're one of those people that get really sick and die, because you know whether you're one half a percent or whether you're fifty percent, it's it's the it's still as bad as ever. So it's it's real, it's serious. Some people get really sick, and we need to change the way we do things to keep those people safe. But we don't need to blow everything up. We don't need to shut down our economies. It's not required. We're not gonna fill the hospitals up. Things things haven't panned out the way we thought they might. And thank goodness for that. It's not as bad as we thought. And th- there's something even more interesting. Recently it's become clear that the that there's a certain first of all, we knew this from the beginning. I mean, just say that. We knew it from the beginning, but the the reasons why anyways, too many words.
0: Right, right. right, right. it
1: turns out that, that a goodly portion of our society just doesn't get sick. They get exposed to it, and they don't get anything. We know some of these people. They've come through the clinic. They got exposed. We know for a fact. We tested them to see if they were positive. They weren't. They never generated antibodies. They didn't have anything. And they should, for all intents and purposes, have got sick. Now, it turns out that about 40% of the general population is in this group, and we know why now. It's because their T cells are sensitive to COVID, even though they've never seen it. Even though they've never seen it. They make antibodies when they get exposed to it, so it it protects them there's there's it it it's like they got exposed to some cold some back some time back when and now they they are they have protection against all kinds of stuff that even looks near like what it is now it's interesting too that the general population the CDC says it's around 40% people are in this category but in some situations like with uh the prisons uh the numbers are around 96% And at the meatpacking factory, it's about 95%. And the homeless people in Boston were 88%. So there are some populations, for reasons we don't quite understand, that are just even more immune. And again, this is good news. It turns out it's not going to kill, you know, zillions and zillions of people. I mean, it still is going to kill some people. I'm sorry, Glenn. It's not the news is all not all good here. It can't can't be rosy. We still need to wear masks. This puts us in category B. We still need to wear masks. We still need to stay safe, but it's not near as dangerous as we thought.
0: Wow. And so um, as far as continuing, you know, um, Anchorage, of course, just keeps shutting everything down. It just seems like they're killing their own economy and shooting off their own foot, right?
1: It's not good. You know, it turns out you're trying to measure the detriment to society. It's actually hurting us more to shut things down. And what we need to do is we need to use masks, we need to do social distancing, but we need to engage in our lives. There's suffering and misery that's being generated by people having to stay home and isolate and not be able to pursue their interests and do the things that they need to do in order to keep us happy and healthy. Now, if we were all dying in droves, we would have to stay home. But this is not the bubonic plague. We're not—you know—it's not a third of our population is not dying from this. It's you know, less than one half a percent. It's still a lot of people. I'll admit, it's still a lot of people, but it's not as bad as we thought. So if we do what's appropriate, wear masks and socially distance, and yet still engage in our lives, we don't need to shut down. I have to be careful. This is my opinion at this point. Everything else I said is just a report of the facts. Here's my opinion. My opinion is we need not shut down the restaurants. We need to shut shut down our lives. We need to go out and do stuff, you know, do it in smaller groups, do it with some more distancing, do it some some care. You know, when we go to the radio station, we spray everything down. Sure. We're careful not to shake hands. We all wear masks, normal things, because we don't want our grandmas to die. We don't want no. people we love to die. We want to minimize it. And yet, here we are still doing the radio show, still at the radio station, still doing our lives. That's how it should be. Right. B category. Sign me up.
0: There we go. That's Dr. Scott Looper, White Spruce Medical. And, of course, you can uh, catch him every Saturday at noon with Health Talk. Scott, thanks for talking to us, Doc. We will do it again. Yeah, it's always a pleasure. From the farthest North Rock station in the world, it's the Crapper Creek Podcast. Ladies, are you tired of trying to get your man to help out around the house? Well, i got a story here. Lady came up with a novel idea. One I'm not really thrilled with, but really, I think maybe we should talk to the expert, my lovely wife, Maria, on the phone with us today. Hi, sweetheart. Oh, hi, baby. What are you doing? All right, so it was really funny. Earlier on the show, uh, this list is going viral, this lady has. You know how, like, we had, like, sticker charts for chores for the kids?
1: Oh, right. Back in the day.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, this is one for her husband. Oh, my God. Really? Oh, no, but they still married. I don't, <laughs> but there's <laughs> rewards for each. For instance, wash the dishes. You get a 12-pack of your favorite beer. Okay. Put the toilet seat down. No nagging for a week. Oh, really? Right. <laughs> uh, now, I like this one. If you bathe the kids, she won't donate your favorite pit-stained T-shirt. <laughs> she won't slip it
1: into the garbage when you're not looking.
0: Right. Uh, if you pack the kids' lunch, you get a get-out-of-the-dog-house-free card. Wow. All right. Oh, Now, here's a good one. Uh, if you change a real blowout diaper, she does a naked hula dance.
1: <laughs> Couldn't you end them all with just, you get sex and you win?
0: <laughs> right. Well, I mean, yeah. you guys are men. But if so, exactly. If somebody, if one of the kids uh, throw up and he cleans it up, he gets a sexual favor, but they, she mentions a particular um, act that some <laughs> women are very good at. I won't say what it is. I'll just give the initials. It starts with a B and ends with a J. But, oh, good Lord. Uh, but anyway, so that's the chore list this guy got from his wife.
1: I, I, I would not do that to you. I mean, unless you want
0: <laughs> I don't know. A couple of those sound pretty good. We don't have kids, so the diaper thing. So, uh, is there any chance of me getting a naked hula dance for something? <laughs> what do I got to do for the naked hula dance, Em? What do I got to uh, do? Backflip. I can't. Now that's not physically possible for <laughs> me. I can do the hula dance in a hospital bed. <laughs> <laughs> so Biden is going with Kamala Harris. Now, is it any surprise? You know, remember on the, on the show over a month ago, I called it, up. Oh, it's going to be a female, probably a, a, someone of ethnicity, and we went through. There's only a handful, so at least he didn't go with that AOC girl because she's annoying. She's like an annoying um, sorority girl. I really don't like her. One with the bell guys. But he went with Kamala Harris. Seems like a nice enough person. I don't know. I don't really agree with a lot of what she's uh, selling, but... That's the best, I guess, you know, his, his field was limited if that's what he was looking for. So this is what he's got. He didn't go for the best person. He went for the best person that was a woman and that had some ethnicity and all, checked off all the boxes, you know. So it's probably, and it's probably going to help big time. I no problem with it. No problem at all. But what do we know about Kamala Harris? Do we really know that much about her? So I thought this would be a very good educational moment the top things we are learning about Kamala Harris. For instance, Kamala once got a contact tie after meeting with Barack Obama, smoking some of that sweet kush in the Lincoln Room. She's never been impregnated by demon semen. Well, that's good. We also know she keeps actor-comedian Maya Rudolph employed, for the most part. And if someday... She becomes the first woman president. That's going to mean Hillary Clinton will have to work extremely hard to appear happy for her. The Indian half of her family is still holding out hope she'll become a doctor. Kamala Harris is the first solid number two Joe Biden's had in over 10 years. (laughs) All right, something else you didn't know about her Democrats love her, Republicans hate her, Green partiers are just way too fucking high to care. She did spend time in a war zone. Uh, That's right. I think she was born in uh, Oakland. And according to Joe Biden, her hair smells terrific. (laughs) Oh, that's the sweet, sweet stuff. Come to papa. You know, she's seconds away from having the validity of her birth certificate questioned by Donald Trump. Oh, hold on. No, he already did it. Kamala Harris, she's like one of those women who marry like a 90-year-old man because he'll be dead soon and she'll inherit everything, right? Anna Nicole Smith, Kamala Harris, kind of the same thing. Of course, white supremacist groups currently trying to figure out which are of her ethnicities to attack first. And really, this is where she used to be a prosecutor in San Francisco, right? She single-handedly redefined the concept of irony. I mean, she's, ha- she's half Jamaican, And prosecuting people for violations of weed. Are you shitting me? Really? And apparently, she can tolerate that old person smell. And one last thing about Kamala Harris you may not know she's probably most remembered for the Immaculate Reception, right? I mean, every. Oh, wait a minute. No, that was Franco Harris, not Kamala. Fuck, I'm. Fuck that one all up. God damn it. From the farthest North Rock station in the world, it's the Crapper Creek Podcast. Welcome back to The Cabin. Glenn are with you. Now, one of my uh, good friends is with us. Uh, boy, just a uh, icon here in Fairbanks in Alaska legend, Mr. Craig Compo, owner-operator. Compo's boat, snow machine shop here in town. Been doing it for years. Your father before that. Your roots go way back even farther than mine in this state, which is pretty cool.
2: Yeah, we're celebrating our 75th year in business here, family-owned business. I think oh, Wilbur, Wilbur cool. Brothers is the only one that's got his beat. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, my we grandpa started about that. way back when.
0: All yeah. right. Uh, anyway, Craig is here because Craig is known for some epic uh pranks in the fairbanks area and not only that but you you probably have the record for alaskan who's been on the most reality tv show yeah you've been yeah. on a is number that, is that a good thing i don't know now uh for those of you listening anywhere in the world uh, craig uh, and his uh buddy still hold the the title of highest if you remember the tv show doomsday preppers you guys have the highest score on that show.
2: Yeah, the, they called it Practical Preppers. They come on and score you. I'd never seen the show before we did the episode. And you gave them
0: a bunch of shit because oh, they, yeah. they scored you low for lack of water. And you're on a fucking river.
2: And not only that, you could put a sand point in. They said, well, your water could be contaminated. No, it's not coming through the ground. These people, <laughs> they were like... I told them they could kiss my ass Yeah, that's what you television. did. You
0: told them kiss my ass. <laughs> that was
2: awesome. We had been drinking a little before that scene. <laughs> so I got, a, got a liquid brave, you know.
0: All right. So anyway, uh, another prank I remember you did... Uh, 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 let's see, you had the uh, remote-control alligator head on the river. Oh, yeah, Over at yeah. the Botel Hotel where, yeah. bar where you sat there on the deck watching kayakers and canoeists yeah, freak you, out.
2: Yeah, you get those uh, girls on, uh, on paddle boards and stuff. Did and, you get
0: any of them flipping?
2: Uh, well, the current kind of took over this thing, but we scared the hell out of some ducks. I'm <laughs> telling you, it was these? Mother uh, now, duck was getting broken. There was also
0: dildo fish where oh, you had an employee who happens to be your son-in-law. Is that my right? son-in-law,
2: Bryce. Yeah, I'll tell you that story. So we caught a monster grayling on the... Um, on the on the Clearwater Delta Clearwater, and he was all excited. Yeah, and he was all he wanted to have this thing mounted. He couldn't wait, so he brought it to town, wrapped it in brown paper, we kept it whole, put it in the freezer at work until he could find somebody to mount it. And he could never nobody in Fairbanks does it anymore. And so I went in there and swapped it out with an eighteen inch double ended dildo. Of course, you and did. we had of course I did. And then we had a guy come in pretended he was f- with Fish Alaska Magazine, and <laughs> and he, and Bryce was so proud he holds his thing up and the guy says, Well, can I look at it? And he unrolls it and unrolls it and unrolls it and, unrolls it, and his cheeks just went oh, red. When Here that comes that dildo no, no. Oh God. That's on that's on our website. You can just go go to compos.com and look at um, the little link called uh, well it's not no that was on our website. That's on YouTube. You can look It's at on YouTube. Fish dildo. Fish dildo. Yeah, it's hilarious. Now, be
0: careful because uh, here's the problem with YouTube. There's probably forty of them. Fucking it's fish. It's the third dildo. one. It says
2: it says Bryce <laughs> Bryce keeps it in the freezer. So you'll okay. see it. It's hilarious. All
0: right. Uh now another prank uh we did and I had mentioned to him years ago, I said, you know what I always wanted to do is we have the Riverboat Discovery that goes through Fairbanks. And uh, the Discovery is a stern wheel paddle boat and 400 tourists at a time, three times a day are on this, thousands of people. And the announcer does a big story about the history of Alaska, blah, blah, blah. So uh, Campo and I, uh, we get a bunch of caveman costumes, and we set up a fake caveman village uh, in a remote area along the river.
2: Just upriver of Susan Butcher's camp. Right. Remember? The so famous it was just, Susan a, yeah, famous, Butcher. Right, yeah, so right. they're all waiting to see this uh, authentic- Dog sled n- camp. Dog se- yeah. And they
0: turn the corner, and there's us, and we have a big fire, and we have bear meat on the fire. And
2: we're wearing wolf skins and grizzly and, bear skins. And we're wearing-
0: uh, I was uh, actually wearing an actual Flintstone costume <laughs> and a grave. F- Wig frizzy wig and uh, and I and I had a, a raw salmon. If you, you remember, I take a, it. I took a bite out of the salmon yes. as the boat comes by, and we throw spears at the boat, and the <laughs> and the tourists freak out on the boat. And we had a guy planted on the
2: boat, yeah, filming this, and and, and the look on the tur- and then of course as soon as we throw our spears, we scatter into the woods. we run just yeah.
0: scatter yeah. off into the woods, and the announcer is priceless because you go, um, I'm not sure what we just saw. That that's not what we do. That that was J. Lewis, Jr. I think it was Jr. Yeah, right. yeah, Jr. And uh, it was great. And then when they came back upriver, all the tourists were there to see it, and all we had sitting there was an old grandfather clock.
2: Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> I don't know why.
2: Well, I tried to get a uh, from Coily at GBA. I tried to get right. a, a phone booth. All right. And I, I mean, there was no phone booth. So, so we I got a that.
0: grandfather clock you had laying around. Yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah. Now uh, and then, I don't know if I told you, I got I get a call from uh, the Diversity Council of Fairbanks. No. And they're asking me, yeah, um, we want to talk to you about this video. Now, I had heads up. They were calling. I go, oh, yeah, the caveman video.
2: Oh, God, it was Because they
0: were going to try to say it was something about natives uh, and how we were harmed. Now, here's the thing. I said, yeah, we are cavemen. Yeah. Oh, uh, well, you know, some could think. And I started out going, man, diversity is so good. You guys are doing so many good things. Yeah. I'm glad you're Buttered finding them. real causes. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> what can I do to help you today? Yeah. Well, it's about a video. <laughs> And they, they explained the lost tribe of the lower chin. I go, oh yeah, the caveman, we dress like cavemen. Well, it could be construed that you were dressing like now. I said, no, we had a costumes that said Neanderthals, which are white. Yeah. Neanderthals are white. Do you have a problem with us doing something with white people? Yeah. That's a little racist, don't yeah. you think? Yeah. That was the end of that fucking conversation. Yes.
2: I tell so, you, the people, they got, they're running out of shit to talk about and fight. I mean, it's just it's getting politically too correct here. But so.
0: then comes my favorite. Yeah. And that was Bigfoot. Oh, God. And Bigfoot uh, came to Fairbanks, uh, Finding Bigfoot, the TV show. If you've ever seen it, it's a TV show, Finding Bigfoot. They go out every week looking for Bigfoot. It's been on five years. And guess what? They've never fucking found Bigfoot. And you're
2: going to tell us why. <laughs> and
0: I'm going to tell you why. Because they came to town. I had them on the show. And the guy comes in. We're going to do a town hall. We want everybody to meet at the Mushrooms Hall. Tell us your stories if you saw Bigfoot. I go, really? How many people have seen Bigfoot? Yeah. And I get off the air. And I get a call from Compo on my voicemail. Beep. Hey, Glenner, Compo. Finding Bigfoots in town. Let's fuck with them. <laughs> and that was your call. Yeah. And then you show up at my door at the office. And what did you have in the box?
2: Oh, I had a yak hide. Yeah. And I, uh... a
0: Wookiee. A Wookiee costume. A Wookiee
2: costume. Yeah. <laughs> a yak yeah. Yeah, hide. yeah. And big rubber gloves with claws. And So
0: here we are cutting a hole in the yak hide to put over the... And we're gluing yak hair on the face of the Wookiee costume. Yes. Now, the idea was I was being... Kubot- what is
2: it? Kubot- uh, Chewbacca? Uh, I Chewbacca? Chewbacca. I Chewbacca. Chewbacca, yeah.
0: So, uh... Craig has the costume. It's pouring down rain. And I go to the musher's hall. And believe it or not, there's like 150 fucking locals there. And I'm, there.
2: I'm, a, I'm a 150 yards down the field there. You're in a getting field. Rained on, getting heavier the by the second. Yeah,
0: this this costume is now about 200 pounds. Yes. And it's heavy vetch. You can't even walk <laughs> through that field. And the room is full of people telling Bigfoot stories. I go, oh, my God, these people walk amongst us. And everybody's in. And they're like, oh, really? Oh, did you see something? And then so I cue Craig with my cell phone. Okay, go Testing now. Testing Bigfoot. Texting Bigfoot and Bigfoot <laughs> goes walking through the field and they have four or five cameras, a full crew, room of 150 people, huge window. Not one goddamn person sees you.
2: I'm I'm almost waving to be seen. I, I just <laughs> I'm just loping around like Bigfoot and nobody's I keep saying they've, down, saying they've got to see me.
0: And then he gets to the other side and he goes, well, and I text you and I go. They didn't see you. And oh. you texted back the word fuck, but you had, <laughs> you had three F's, four U's, and a couple C's. <laughs> yeah. and it's like,
2: fuck! I was so exhausted. I literally was beat. And I in. said,
0: go back, and you went, and you did it again. Yes, and I after w- the second time, they still didn't see yeah, you.
2: Oh, my God. Yeah. And so why can't they find Bigfoot? <laughs> should, well,
0: Jesus. No, fuck. So I, I said, fuck it. Just go right by the window. And you come walking, and you did the classic. Loping. The loping. loping lope. The, the, the yeah. Bigfoot lope. Yeah. Place erupts and goes nuts. <laughs> And they all freak out, and it takes them a minute to realize what's happening. Yeah. And I sneak out the door. I run, and I get Craig. Remember, I jump you in the car. It's pouring down rain. Oh, you're, yeah. you're sweating. Oh, my God. I thought I was going to have to give you CPR.
2: That would be bad.
0: <laughs> That's for another video.
2: Saving Bigfoot.
0: <laughs> so we go to bust out of there in my Xterra, and they're blocking the road is the producers. Yeah. Oh, and remember yeah. what that, they said? We go, Oh, we're in trouble. In the yeah. Oh, that was funny. Can we? Use Use that yeah. and they didn't end up using it, it for the did. show
2: yeah and that's and you uh, just interviewed i just stood there and scratched myself in bad places right, right. you just sat there and, and interviewed it was hilarious
0: oh it was excellent yeah. so the reason that they're, uh, they're still finding bigfoot is they don't know how to fucking find big one
2: day they'll find him
0: oh and the show is still on there like there's people watching it going this is gonna
2: be the week how do we get the outtakes of that i, would I don't love know to i get would that. love to but yeah. the
0: show might as well be called finding unicorns because they're about <laughs> as fucking close thanks for joining us all Craig. right <laughs> Time for another minute of stand-up comedy with me. This one was recorded, boy, a couple years back uh, in Fairbanks at the Blue Loon, talking about the the need we suddenly have to wear orange vests in every damn situation. Hope you enjoy it. It's our comedy this week on the podcast. <laughs> The orange vest now. Have you noticed that? How many of you by applause work outside and have to wear uh, reflective gear?
1: On,
0: see a few of you be- because now remember you never have to wear that. Were any of you getting hit? Were we all getting hit so often? Were we that hard to see all the time outside? <laughs> Military they got here they're, they're all wearing they're jogging there's like 30 or 40 of them on a the road and they're all wearing reflectors <laughs> over their camouflage <laughs> as they run a hundred at a time. Whoa, almost hit him. Thank God they had that orange, orange stripe across them because I would have plowed through C Company. See, they were in camouflage. No, now it comes with everything. You gotta you got have not the orange vest, but that, before that's all you saw. The only person that had one was who? One holding the stop sign. Now they we're, were jogging in them and wearing bites with them. Oh, you wussies, are you shitting me, really? Same people have their kids wearing helmets to walk to school. Probably leashed them at the fair, didn't you, you bastards? Orange vest, I don't, I don't understand that. I mean, sure, if I'm I'm jogging in the middle of the road, maybe. But no, now, you see the poor, the guy standing there holding the sign now? Christ, they've got the, they've got the orange vest with a bright yellow reflective shirt and green reflective pants and a helmet with, with a strobe light and red lights facing them with laser beams. And there's a camera overhead, coming with a light from a helicopter, circling them at all times. The GPS and a sparkler shooting out of their ass. <laughs> okay, hold. Stop. 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 Okay, go. <laughs> and the irony is, they still get hit by a car because some dumbass is crossing the street, staring at the fall. <laughs> Should have got an orange phone. <laughs> Boom! Oh, they got a nap for that. Well, that was fun. Thanks for joining me. If you like it, please share it with others. Leave me a comment. Let me know what you think. Make sure to hit up the Crapper Creek General Store. Score some cool shirts, hats, mugs, maybe a thong or a beer stein. It's all there with Crapper Creek, Alaska on it. Also, don't forget to catch my radio show Follow us on Twitter, Live from Crapper Creek, and my YouTube channel for more comedy and fun and weird videos. Glenner Anderson's all you got to search. Till then, we will be back here next week for you. Enjoy your week. Be kind and be safe. Bye-bye. You've been listening to Live from Crapper Creek, the podcast with Glenner, produced by Mike Cook. For the full morning show, log on to the live stream at xrock959.com. This has been a Glenertainment production.